welcome back to the podcast. My name is Lori Lefcourt, and I am the host of Lore Bear Tells All. Before we get started, I'm going to give a major shout out to my sponsor, the Asa Collective. They are one of the fastest growing women's podcast network. Their aim is to help women monetize their podcast by connecting them with really amazing sponsors that connect with their audience. And also Unicreamer, my sister and I's company that we started back in 2018. It is a plant-based coffee creamer infused with MCT oil and pea protein. I've been pouring supplements into my coffee for about 10 years. It's the one thing that constantly gave me energy throughout the whole day. So we made a portable travel coffee creamer in powder form that you can actually use for anything like tea or shakes. So you don't have to settle for anything when you're on the road that your body doesn't deserve. Okay, so let's dive into the actual content for today, and that is how I started making $5,000 a month on the side to pay my rent while building a business that wasn't profitable yet. So I know a lot of you listening have big dreams, and a lot of the times when you're starting out, those dreams do not pay the bills because they're just dreams and you're just getting started. Um, so how do you be crafty and resourceful and support your lifestyle while you're building this business? So first I want to kind of dive into sacrifice because I, I feel like everyone kind of has to make a sacrifice when they're building a business. And I'll give you an example. I was making a lot of money when I was in New York um, in my early 20s on Wall Street. And, you know, over the years I met an amazing man and it gave me the opportunity to try other things. And we ended up on the Upper West Side, super nice apartment. And I, when I started this business, I ended up moving back to Chicago. We decided to start it here and sleep in my sister's bed with our two dogs and her two other roommates. So can you imagine at 31, you know, uprooting my life from New York to move to Chicago into my sister's bed with two other roommates and a dog. I haven't had roommates since I was 21. So that's the lifestyle sacrifice that I gave up because it didn't make sense for me to get a full-time job when I was going to be running the company. What my sister gave up is a lot of her income. Um, I, know, I don't want to give exact numbers, but it's in the six figures to start this business over the last year and a half. And she's in medical sales and we decided to start and launch it here. And then she would give up her money and I would give up my time and lifestyle. And that's the sacrifice we decided to make that would, that would work the best. So I want to challenge you. What can you sacrifice to get to that end goal? What are you comfortable with? What are you crafty with? Even if it takes moving back into your parents or family members for a little bit, and as long as you're mapping out that plan, like I want to be here in three, six, nine months with revenue so I can live by myself again. As long as you have that map and that plan, it's totally fine. And the process is actually a little bit more fun than you think. And you realize you don't really need those material things as much after all. So something to think about. Um, all right. So let's kind of dive in about how I started making money to support my life, just basic food, um, to live while I was building, uh, my company with my sister when we first started. So a lot of people will, you know, start driving for Uber or Lyft, um, you know, or, or do delivery jobs. But personally, that wasn't for me. 
Um, I needed to always do something that kept my mind stimulated and something I was passionate about or else I just truly was a miserable person. So I looked for part-time jobs that I could do in the mornings for a few hours or on the weekends. So I went to angel.co and found a part-time marketing position with a company that uh, aimed to help women with their content. And I knew this was the position for me. This is something I believed in. It was part-time work and they were only hiring contractors. So I stalked down the woman. Um, I ended up getting the job after a couple months and it was, you know, it blossomed into such a great relationship that I have to this day and we're helping each other with our businesses now. So it was really great, but I encourage you to go look for that. You can also go to upwork.com and find that. So that gave me a cushion to kind of live. I was launching my company and I was also doing this part-time thing that I also really liked. And it worked out and it helped me, you know, pay for food and the basics during the month. Then I got to the point where living with my sister just wasn't feasible anymore or living in the same room as her. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever done that, even when you're little, but trust me, it doesn't get any better when you're older. So we ended up saying, let's say when her rent's up, let's each get our own room at least in the same apartment so we can continue building, um, but at least have our space. So I realized that I had two months to figure out how I was going to pay for rent because I was just paying for food and basics before. And now I'm like, oh crap, I have to pay for rent now. So I was like, what am I good at? I learned how to build a high converting website when I was doing Unicreamer. So I'm like, hmm, everyone is starting an online store. So why don't I start building on the weekends people's websites. It only takes me a few hours and I could charge a lot just because I know I'm, I'm pretty good at it. And I'm also a people pleaser. So I'm going to get this done no matter what. So that's what I did. And I charged $2,500 and I took on two clients a month and that made me an extra five grand. Now I know I make this sound easy, but I think we're all skilled in, in some degree at something. And it's just like honing in and making that almost like a mini business in your head. So for instance, if you did sales at your last job and you know the process and you know you're good at it, you know, maybe look for a sales type role that's, that's part-time. Um, if you were good at administrative tasks, uh, do that for, for five hours in the morning. You're going to have to wake up a little earlier so you can drill out the rest of your day to, to focus on what you're actually wanting to do. But I, I truly feel like we all have really valuable skills and that you should hone in on that skill to make that your personal income. And also, you never know the people you can meet. One person's website I did, I actually, uh, their business that I helped with, um, actually, this brings me to an, an the next subject. When I was doing websites, um, a lot of these people would say, okay, now what do I do? And I'm like, well, you have to sell your product. So then I became a strategy person and they paid me more because I already knew how to do this. I was one step further. So it kind of blossomed into this mini referral type strategy business where I wasn't really doing much work. And I was also helping people and they were such great connections. And one of them happened to be a lawyer who helped us a lot. So when I say these connections can be really, really useful, I mean it. 
it's kind of the best networking because you're getting paid to network. Um, so that's how I personally made five to 10K per month um, while I was hustling to build my vision and my focus with my sister and I's business, Unicreamer. Now, I think the hard part about this, everything I'm saying right now is staying focused because it's a lot of work. You're going to have to wake up earlier and you're going to work weekends. It's inevitable. So how do you stay focused? Well, one thing, if one thing's bringing in money, but your vision isn't bringing in money, that's a mindset thing. That's where you have to sit down and say, okay, like every day, why am I doing what I'm doing? Don't get caught up in the money. It's not about the money. If that's what it was about, you would go get a job. So don't get caught up in these side gigs. Like it's actually going to be, you know, what you've always envisioned your company being. Unless that happens to be the case, then that's great. You can always pivot into it. Um, but typically, you're going to want to, after you're building your the main business you're focusing on, you're, wanna, you're going to want to start planning, how am I going to now give myself a salary? Does that mean raising money? Does that mean hitting this revenue goal? Now, now what's plan B? This is just to get you through the first six months to a year. And um, where can you go find these jobs? I already touched on it earlier. Angel.co or Upwork, they're a great platform for hiring freelancers. Um, just do a little research on how to make a good profile. You know, put a, little, put a little bit of time and effort. And talking to people can be fun and you'll always learn something. And one other benefit um, to doing part-time work on the weekends is you're able to see the structure and setup from what one company is doing and apply that to your company if you think it would work. So it's almost like you're getting free testing or actually you're getting paid to test. So it's really cool. Lastly, coaching. So I'm going to bring this girl back on the podcast. Her name is Natalie and she, I interviewed her already, but she is a founder of Classy and essentially she, her and her husband built this business within a year and they have a million dollars in revenue, but a million dollars in revenue does not mean profit. <laughs> they spend a lot of money on marketing like we all do and a lot of money on inventory. And I think the misconception is they're going out and buying Lamborghinis and living the life, but that is so not true. They also need money to live. So what they've done is Natalie's already positioned herself as an influencer. She's online every day. She's talking about her business. People trust her. She's gaining trust. That's who she is for her company and her side hustle. And her and her fiance actually are now coaching people as their side business on how to build their business. So I would say that route is really amazing, could be really lucrative and um, can save you a lot of time from doing busy work. However, that is something that you really have to be gung-ho in positioning yourself as an influencer in the space. You have to be consistent. You have to be every single day, you know, in people's faces, giving them advice, showing, documenting your journey. I think documenting your journey is, to be honest, like the most important thing because people can see that real and raw and they can relate to it. People don't want to always see the end game of, oh my gosh, I'm in a million dollars. Like no one cares. They want to see the story of how you got there. So they have hope and can emulate that. So I hope you guys found this podcast useful. Um, feel free to email me with any questions and I will chat with you guys soon.